0: When they are consuming your minds and your
1: thoughts and your dreams, from the angels to the demons and to the mysteries unseen, there is no need to worry, there is no need for dread. It's just time to discuss the thing at the foot of the bed.
0: Good evening. And if you're just tuning in, you are listening live to The Thing at the Foot of the Bed. I am one of your co-hosts, Loralee Potvin. I'm going to be introducing my amazing co-host in just a second. Just a few housekeeping notes. First of all, if you want to join in the conversation, we love having you be part of the conversation. We pick somebody during this two-hour period for the unpredictable, predictable reading. You can see or if you write your comments, we will see them either on UFO Paranormal Radio on YouTube or on Facebook. So please head over there. Sandra Sharp's here. Woohoo. Yeah, we're here. We're a few minutes late. Please apologize. We were, uh, we apologize. We were looking for a few things before we got started. Um, A little bit about myself. I'm Canadian. I am a clairvoyant medium, crystal Reiki energy healer, Akashic records practitioner, spiritual teacher and mentor registered nurse. And I'm also the host Of the Angel Rock here, right on United Public Radio Network on Monday nights. One last thing. We aren't on Roku yet, but the network has a Roku channel under UFO Space P, as in paranormal. And then it's got an and, and I believe it's United Public. If you look under the channel store on Roku, uh, David and I, my co host, who I will turn them over to in just a second, are even talking about we may be having a channel under the network channel where you can specifically. Watch this on roku so i think i remembered everything dave how are you let them know who you are how uh, the, the whole bit you know what i mean
1: oh i do thank you so much lauralee i am doing great thank you so much and you know what i used to be close to canada because i used to uh, live in wisconsin so i was not far from I know. Canada.
0: Yeah.
1: so i used to, i say yes. things like, i say a and stuff <laughs> like that i still do people here sometimes go Dave, are you canadian i'm like no i'm close though um, but anyway, my name You're is David Yeah, Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> um, I'm David Handel. I am a spiritual medium and um, all kinds of those things that I do. Um, I am a angel channel, a guide channel. Um, I help facilitate people, uh, help with their lives through the guides. And also I have a podcast as well called Mystic Stew Mystic Stew is a very short-form podcast, so there's like 5, 10-minute, maybe 20-minute vignettes. Um, So if you have a short attention span, it's probably perfect for you. I also have a YouTube channel called The Spirit Experience and a Facebook group called The Spirit Experience. And that is about it, I guess. And Laura Lee, hi, everybody. Hi, Leah. Hi, Sandra Sharp. Hi, Oregon. From Oregon or Oregano. Sandra Sharp is from Oregano. We've got Leah
0: Passmore, Serena Summers, Michelle Christine. Hi, everybody. Let's remind my uh, people if you're just tuning in. because We were a few minutes late. We apologize, guys. We were looking for last-minute things here, including a fan and what have you. It just sometimes that happens with the live show. So if you want to join the conversation so we can see your comments, like the people, like we got Affie Milios here too, head over to Facebook or youtube under uh ufo paranormal radio and we will see your comments because we do an unpredictable predictable reading sometime during this two-hour period something that lights up for either one of us or one of us and we will pick you to answer a one question reading from spirit so dave what's at the foot of your bed
1: i'm gonna ask you today what's at the foot of your bed at the foot of my bed there are aliens at the foot of my bed that's what's at the foot of my bed today, and to those listeners listening. Um, there's been a lot of stuff about UFOs. I know quite, a, not everything there is to know, obviously. There are people who are much more knowledgeable than me. Um, I know the spiritual side of UFOs and um, we just wanted to talk about the things that are going on. Uh, me and Laura Lee are both love um, that genre. We, we love that and, and it's because that it exists. Um, as far as we're concerned, it exists. There are ETs. There are things that are coming here. There, there always have been, um, but it's becoming well known. And there's a lot of conspiracy theories going around it. And um, we, if you guys have any questions about conspiracy theories, go ahead and and write them out for you. We'll, and if we'll see if we can debunk them or not debunk them or what. Well, we
0: I have to be careful. Let's put it that way, because we're on YouTube, so we got to be careful with the language that we use. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: um, so um, that's about it. Uh, I was watching, you know, Lord Lee, right before we came on, I was watching something, and we can start with this if you'd like. It was a show talking about the greys and the two different types of greys. Of course, there's the shorter types of greys, and there is uh, mm-hmm. the taller types nice. of greys. And anyway, they were talking about this, and I didn't have enough time to look it up, to verify it uh, because we're getting ready to go on. But one of the first documented UFO sightings. I couldn't believe this. 1866. Wow. 1866 by an astronomer who saw something in the air. And so it's been going on since then, since, since then. Yeah, but we never hear about it. We don't hear about it. Always seem to hear about it, it. seemed like the first big thing was Roswell. Yeah, that that is. That's the first thing I was hearing. Well, yeah, and then there's like um, and then Betty and Barney. Um, if you guys don't know who that is, it was a couple that was abducted, and later on, uh, they went through hypnosis, and their stories collab corroborated. I mean, perfectly together, and they had like a doozy. You know and people were that, free- sorry
0: that's betty and barney i was looking at something michelle pratt sent me hi michelle from australia you're talking about Betty was- and barney hill
1: yes yes mm-hmm. yeah Benny and barney hill i've been i i think there's i've looked into a lot of abduction stories and i have to say this anybody who worries about this when i was watching the story about that you you hear like some of the stuff that happened to them and it might sound a little scary but you got to remember this when and if, whatever you believe, they were taken, they were set back down in their car with no memory of what happened. So it, so they were protected quite a bit from those beings, but we undid it so we could find out what happened, what was on there. And that's where it kind of got scary, you know, because we have lots of things that happen to us. Um, who knows what happens to us when we sleep and where we go? you know, half the time. I'm a big, I'm a big OBE person. I am. I love OBEs. I've had plenty of them. Out of
0: body experience for people that don't know what that is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I enjoy them.
1: Uh, I haven't had a couple. I had one that wasn't a couple that wasn't so great. And um, I had some of those uh, around a couple of years after I had Came out of the coma. And the funny thing was, when I went to the other side, they didn't really talk about UFOs to me. So that wasn't a hot button subject. But after I came back, stuff started creeping into my mind and directing me to places. Um, So it was like, it was like an afterthought, if that makes sense.
0: Well, yeah, but you know what? Okay, so, I, and many people that know me, we got, like I say, There's Michelle, you sent me that wonderful Catch a Falling Star. You said, don't blink at at 2.22. It just went by really quick. I can't see where it went. Um, AM, I believe, over in Australia. The problem is, I had a whole bunch of clips I have spent the last hour trying to format to go on to StreamYard, and it won't do it. I don't know how I did it with that one that we put up with the electric flash across the uh, tracks. I will Keep working on it, guys, because I had some great stuff. But somebody sent me, and I, I found her when I started opening this door. As I always say, you know, what we think is regular life is so minuscule, I feel towards the unknown, the stuff we don't talk about, the strange, the weird, the things we talk about on this show when you open that door. And one of the things I found in my research was a lady by the name of Dolores Cannon. A lot of you people will know who she is. Some of you may not who are listening. And she was a hypnotherapist back in the sixties. And her and her husband's husband did this type of work and they went into areas of the brain, the somnolescent levels, the, I believe she said it was a deep, like omega type levels of, um, hypnotherapy that they were always told you never go there. Well, they went there and somebody recently it was a couple of days ago, sent me a clip Because Dolores Cannon, if you look her up, we're not doing the show about Dolores Cannon, but there's a reason I'm bringing her up, is um, she'll claim she was never a psychic or a sensitive or anything like that. Very, very curious. And she has written books based on... not debunking, but I'll say redefining what Nostradamus meant. If you don't know who Nostradamus was, he was a gentleman who made some predictions about the world back in the 1500s that have since come to paths, not all of them, but some of them. And it's quite a story. So I started re-listening to it, but the reason what sort of led me on this path, big, long ways around, she also had quite a bit where she would hypnotize people that would connect with et on the other side and she was basically the transcriber and the writer of questions dave i can tell i'm hearing you buzz here hey george lunsford welcome this right up your alley tonight we're talking et and ufos i know yours is more cryptids but and Sandra sharp says i love dolores cannon's books go ahead dave
1: no i was gonna say i was also i came across Dolores Cannon after my NDE, because somebody had suggested something about Mm -hmm. it, and I started listening to her stuff to see if it coincided with uh, my experience, and and there's a lot, there's some that didn't, but there's a lot that did, and then with the Well, I guess with Dolores Cam, which you're talking about before she figured out a way she took people past the death experience. So a lot of people will like regress you back to your childhood. but She said
0: they weren't dead. Like with Nostradamus, the interesting thing is she was connecting with him while he was still alive. She called it like time travel. So it wasn't so necessarily his spirit. He was connecting with her from his time period in the 1500s, through an individual being in a trance level of somnolescence, she called it, or an excellent somnolescent. And this person would be translating from Nostradamus to her and her questions through the person. And the person she eventually, where I'm at in the first volume of um, Nostradamus's translations of his predictions, she's not alive. This woman, that she is alive in real life, okay, laying on the table in the trance state. But whom they've connected, they've they've regressed back to. She's between lives, so yeah, I guess you could call her a spirit. Maybe sorry, I cut you off. I didn't mean to. Go ahead. No,
1: no that's absolutely correct. That's a good way to clarify it. We, I think a lot of people don't realize after you leave here, you're going to be between lives. So you can also be between your past lives too. So I, mm-hmm. I think that's why how she connected with Mister Damas while he was still alive. Um, well. That's really that's really a mind scramble, isn't it? Um, but yeah, she I, I got that, that she um, was talking to Nostradamus. He was actually alive at that point. He wasn't in spirit. He was as Nostradamus. He was
0: Nostradamus. alive. And then you know what? I got to what was really cool, because we see this in the paranormal world sometimes. Don't worry. We're getting mm-hmm. back to the aliens and ETs, guys. But Nostradamus had this mirror. All it reminded me of was Snow White with the Queen. We can get into things like the Mandela effect, right? Which I always knew it as mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Apparently now it says magic mirror. Anyways, he had this mirror that he was utilizing because the first person that she connected with Nostradamus in a past life was a student of, of Nostradamus. And this lady was moving away and she didn't know how she'd ever connect and there was i guess this this person that's a musician this woman that had grown up with her children and she was already coming to dolores for some past life regression and things like that through hypnosis and she was open she didn't know what the experiment was going to be but for some reason she dolores connected with this woman from not a past life not this life but in between lives and she was at this beautiful stream and what have you anyway she explained That Nostradamus had this mirror. They were connecting in this special space. She said it was very misty, a lot of smoke and whatever else. And he could only stay there for certain amounts of time, like maybe an hour, whereas he would be very exhausted because he would have an OBE, as you said, out of body experience. He would transfer his consciousness into this space, but he used this mirror. And so, of course, Dolores, being as inquisitive as she was, she goes, What mirror? what mirror? Where'd you get this mirror? What's it look like? Blah, 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 blah. And from the way they explained it, he went into this space to do some meditation. And when he came out, this mirror was in his room. He doesn't know where it came from, or how it got there. But it was basically gifted to him. And that is how he's been able to connect like time travel, if you will. I know it sounds like a a, a science fiction movie and what have you. But I'm serious. This is mind blowing this stuff. But
1: right people people don't understand science fiction movies came from some thought somebody had to have a thought to do that and thoughts just don't pop up with no background to it because everything's connected so was he did he scry i wonder as well nostradamus yeah it
0: kind of sounded like that's what he would do but this mirror no i'm going from memory because i was listening while i was doing this minute painting on some resin pieces it it just looked like a regular mirror because you got to remember he was alive during the Inquisition, and that's why he explained why he made his predictions so obtuse, if you will. Like you look at these things and and go, like, how did you get that? When he trans, like when he he translates it basically for Dolores Cannon, but he explains why. So I guess that they found this mirror because everything was related to the that they didn't understand back in those days, right? And the church was super powerful, but. On the one side, it sound, looked like there was like, almost like a smoky, cloudy. It almost looked like a type of smoky quartz to me, if you will, but it was a mirror. And um, But the one side you turned over, apparently was very shiny and depending the way the light hit it, you might be able to see a faint outline of a face. And this is what he used. This is what it seemed like to me that he was scrying, David. So I'll let you just, I know what scrying is, but go ahead, tell people what is scrying if they don't know what it is.
1: Um, scrying is a form of divination. Um, it's kind of, uh, if you take a mirror and it's black, when you focus on it, it basically for me, in the easiest terms, it's just the easiest human terms. In easiest human terms, you're looking at something and your focus goes to it and you'll start seeing pictures. Some people see the pictures on the mirror. Some people see the pictures in their eye that was caused by the mirror. It's it's a way of focusing. I used to laugh at people and say, you can literally scry into a Q-tip if you had the intention. That's what so- I was going to say.
0: Yeah. You don't have to use a mirror. People, like when you see the crystal ball or water or smoke or flame, or, I mean, you could go on and on and on. I think what it is, is basically by focusing, focusing you get into you get into a meditative state you move this part of your brain which we think run you know runs the world it doesn't you move it out of the out of the way and then the con you know the subconscious or the higher self can come through that's
1: kind of how yeah, it works yeah. i think it's equated to like a lot of us like psychics are like you when we do psychic work we're literally shutting off our left brain and we're tapping into energy and seeing it it's just i don't use a mirror or a crystal ball to focus i i can focus on air which is odd. Um, I can focus in on air. Mm-hmm. There we go. My, my little uh, picture was going out, but to go back to that, um, he's uh Sandra Sharp said he is a mirror, a bowl of water, and even a flame, but mostly the mirror. Yeah. Those are all, defi- uh, those are all divination ways. He just must've either was gifted with this beautiful form of divination um that's
0: what Dolores kept saying and the lady she connected with he was one of the most gifted psychic people that they and this girl was was connecting from in between worlds so I will say she was back home in heaven in one of the realms over there he is one of the most gifted psychic people that ever come across like I couldn't believe the things he was doing neither was Dolores Cannon like he would literally use hypnosis and techniques like that they were doing brain surgery back in the 1500s, like he would and I'm forgetting somebody said that um Canon originally connected through a student, he did, he had a, he had a Greek name. And as soon as you say it, it's going to hit me, I know what it is. I just can't remember what it is. But yeah, he was explaining this. And then they got to ask Nostradamus a bit about it. But like nothing for pain relief, a relief, he was able to get the patient to control bleeding, because he said usually back in the day, like they had to do a lot of amputations and things like that. And he would be able to control the bleeding, which would then control the pain, control everything with the body through the subject that was going through said operation. And he saved so many more people because a lot of people back in the day, I guess, would die of shock, obviously. No, no anesthetic. Like, can you imagine having your leg cut off and no anesthetic, no nothing? So he would use people's minds and we have seen that I know I have, I'm sure you have, Dave, and people in the audience, where there will be people having dental work or surgery through hypnosis, like and they don't have any anesthetic. Have you seen that before?
1: That's, I've heard of it. And that's isn't that is that anything like or did he do um psychic surgery? You know, what I'm no, about? no, he
0: wasn't. He was doing like Sandra said, he was a doctor, but he was also uh apparently they didn't have a lot of respect for women back then and he yeah. wasn't aware that Dolores Cannon was a woman in the beginning so he wasn't really impressed that he was dealing with a woman and he had said the only woman that he had a great respect for was Catherine Medici i guess one of the queens in that time in France because she would consult with him about her some of many of her sons which had become future kings of of France and mm-hmm. and i remember hearing because i was listening to the story it was being read it was an audiobook and he said she should have been born a man Because of her level of his words, not mine, manipulation, ruthlessness, um, thirst for power. Many of the characteristics, I guess, Nostradamus attributed to a male of that time that this Catherine Medici, she wasn't called the queen, I guess she'd be maybe the mother of the future kings. Um, She had those attributes as a
1: female. So he did respect her, he said. Could you imagine if he was alive today, he would freak out. <laughs> Be like, boy, that's one thing you you were wrong in your predictions. <laughs> but she did connect with people,
0: getting back to our topic, because yes, you're right, George. He put multi multiverse theory could explain all of it. I know when I start thinking about these things and then start trying to talk about time and that the past, present, and future all exist at the same time, my brain starts to go in circles. It hurts because it's a it's a it's a man-made concept time right but what Dolores was saying was that she also connected with ET through many of these yeah. hypnosis subjects right
1: oh yeah she would directly to them um somebody you had a question on your I'm gonna read it I have it right here one the, and I think we should answer this question because okay it's a I didn't see question. it so go ahead um you you sent it to me <laughs> I sent and- it to you okay Yeah, you got it on, where is it, where is it? We, you guys, we uh, chit-chat so much. uh, We do, though. I can't even believe you're going to find it. I found it. Can you believe it? Okay, good. What's the question. And so you guys, and you guys can chime in, ask more on it too, if you'd like. Can we mentally communicate with extraterrestrials, interdimensionals who are very spiritually evolved that are also extremely technology advanced, technologically advanced, who can rejuvenate plus age reverse us, and age reverse us. Um, I didn't ask you that, I know why I didn't ask you that. (laughs) Did I? The first part of that, can we mentally communicate with extraterrestrial interdimensionals who are spiritually evolved? This is my view from what I've learned, from what I know. We are the lowest of the spiritually, uh, pretty much the the the, uh, the spiritually evolved. Um, any race that comes here is more. I mean, to us, human beings, Bye. as far as what I know of, human oh, human beings are are not spiritually advanced at all. Um, we're the only ones who pretty much come here and have complete forgetfulness of our contracts and everything else so even like if, if ufos are abducting us and you're like maybe you're in the spaceship but what are you doing to me i'm scared and they're looking at you like you totally said this was okay do you not remember you know we're like no we don't remember you know so that's kind of it i i think that's you
0: say is- i sent you this question because i didn't send you this question i know i didn't
1: you did it, you pasted it on there. You said it came up, and it was a good question. Can we remember? Oh, maybe it came up I was going to go. I don't remember writing that, but because you, you sent me no, you didn't write sorry. it, it was a question somebody asked last time. Oh,
0: okay, because I'm yeah. going, Oh my god, did I lose my mind? Like, did I type a question like that? And I don't
1: remember <laughs> that is crazy. Um, no, but but just to answer that question, they are spiritually evolved already. We're the ones that are low in the totem pole. Neil uh, Tyson. Uh, Thank you. Degrass- You're reading my mind. Neil De- yeah. DeGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Neil Degrass- Tyson. He said something that was it, what you really got to think about this. So the only thing that separates us from our closest relative here, which is the great apes, we are separated literally by what? 1%. We have the same DNA, same everything. 1%. No, he said one that-
0: chromosome. I think one chromosome so
1: is one a little bit Yeah. Well, he put it as a percentage though. Yeah. One chromosome, but it, 98% or something, but yeah.
0: 1% a- one less than 1% difference, but it was like one chromosome, which is so
1: minuscule. Right. Yeah, if you think about this. Their biggest accomplishments, the great apes, are like a little bit of sign language, okay? Within that 1%, we have technology that has taken us to the moon and making all this stuff. So within that 1% is where all that intelligence is coming from. Can you imagine to another race who already has that technology, they're obviously above us. So even if they were like 1% or 2% above us, we must look like chimpanzees to them we literally must he look was like funny, though huh he was he was so funny the way he
0: explained it he said like watch them look at someone like stephen hawkings who could yeah. do like all this mass physics in his head and we would you know for all we know et is looking down on us like like basically the way we would put he said the macaroni drawings from our three-year-olds pre- preschoolers yeah. on the fridge that what stephen hawking's would do is akin to what our three-year-olds and it wasn't disrespectful it's just like oh isn't that darling like you know the way you would with a three-year-old that's how unevolved we are compared to et right did i get that right
1: Absolutely correct it was hilarious i like michelle's part difference i want to know if you can communicate with alien abductees who have passed yes i have i
0: can't see why not yeah
1: So, yeah. Although I will tell you this, it's really, I don't have the brain capacity to translate a lot of the things that they tell me. And I'm just being honest. Because if you guys, if you can understand this, a lot of times when they use us to to talk through us, they have to go with what knowledge we already know in our heads. That's what they're choosing from. They're formulating thoughts from what we already know um so i have i haven't had anyone come right out and say hey when i was there i was abducted by ufo i have had them tell me that they saw ships in the sky when they were here and i would ask them were they real and they're like oh yeah they're real we know them and i'm like oh okay so then now you know who they are so they are well aware i'm assuming that you probably could it's not something honestly, that comes up for me all the time. Most of my readings with I um, haven't
0: had it come up either. I haven't, but there's no reason why you couldn't because yeah, no why what I've always couldn't. found and I'm sure David's going to agree with me and if he doesn't, that's okay. But as much as you want to connect with somebody on the other side, a loved one, and you come to somebody say that's a medium like ourselves. Now, can we guarantee your loved one's going to be there? No, because they have lives on the other side and they have free will. But I'm going to be really honest. I don't think I've ever had somebody say no i'm too busy I, i'm not going to show up even if it's just for a short visit to say hello be it, if it's a booked appointment like don't get me wrong if it's a last minute thing they still know what we're doing on this side but like i said they have lives but they usually come through what do you think dave like i've always had somebody come through that somebody wants to talk to
1: yeah, i've i've never not had anybody yeah. come through. Um, It may not
0: be for long. Like if they've got something else going on or there may be somebody's got something more important to say, like that, that needs to be brought forth. Yes. But never have had 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 something.
1: Like John, heart attack, park, worked at Costco together. And that's pretty much it. And then you're done. done.
0: They still come, like they still make touch to let you know, like, I'm okay. I'm happy. I'm healthy. I'm. They're not maybe not a few, and you know what? Have you found those kind of people too? Usually, weren't many. a uh, person of many words too in this lifetime. That's what I found. <laughs> right.
1: If you didn't, if you didn't talk a lot in this lifetime, they're yeah. not going to talk over there usually mm-hmm. because they're giving you the personality that they had when they were here, not their personality mm-hmm. as a whole over there. Um, Kevin mm-hmm. O'Doherty, an interesting question. Uh, can I kind of differ? I differed, think was a but- comment. I don't agree with it, but I wasn't going to say anything, but you go ahead. Same DNA as dogs and cats, but we don't share the same DNA. It's not configuration. It's what you were born with. It's what you were born with, not not breathing it into the air, because in that case, we're also trees and plants, and we're also uh, any other thing that breathes. And then that would mean that we would have the same DNA as our neighbor, because if we talk to them for a moment. I understand what you mean, though, Kevin. Um, I there, is a, there is a configuration that does difference. I'm trying to figure out um Uh Oh vicki peach, can you get rid of vicki peach, please?
0: Uh, yes, i'd love to you guys i'm gonna say something right now if you're coming here to uh drum up readings you're going to be blocked and your comments are going to be removed so if you want to join the club com- oh, I look at I ended up highlighting. You all get to see it. It does not want to come out here. Yeah, you guys have this. So if Kevin you're going up- to do stuff like you just saw on the screen. Guess what? You're going to get kicked out, and you're going yeah. to be removed.
1: And, and Vicky, Kevin, Kevin Doherty is way too smart to DM you, you idiot. <laughs> and okay, I'm
0: sorry. so I
1: wanted okay, so to Okay,
0: so this is why I mis- maybe I misunderstood you, Kevin. So I just looked up how many chromosomes does a cat have. I should know this as a nurse. Do that. Never mind. It. it was very awful, but we had to work on something when we were learning the human body. So a cat has thirty-eight chromosomes. Human beings have forty-six. If you have Down syndrome, I believe you have an extra chromosome. Don't. Don't quote me on that. So that's where I was going from. So yeah, we do have different chromosomal makeups, but where we were going with the great apes, according to Neil deGrasse Tyson is, I believe we do have the same amount of chromosomes as apes. Now maybe the configuration is different, whatever that may be, I'd have to look it up. I
1: don't know each species number of chromosomes.
0: I understand
1: something behind what you said. There's something behind what you said that's correct. Just the way we're reading it is incorrect. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not a scientist. We're gonna to have to look that up. Let's all look I'm gonna look that up after the show. What's that? Um about the chromosomes and DNA and the configurations. I just want to know myself because I'm not a scientist, so I, I can't sit here and tell somebody that they're absolutely incorrect. Um well just,
0: just from the science background, I think it's I think it's semantics and the 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 labels that we're using. So chromosomes are made up of DNA. That I do know. From being a nurse, and I don't mean to sound elitist—I don't mean it that way—but I do know that. And then we, we with within our chromosomal patterns, that chromosomes are little come in pairs, right? And yeah. so that's what makes up our DNA. But each one of us does have different DNA. So if that's what you were trying to say in the way of configurations, Kevin, I, wonder- I agree with you. That's what gives you your color eyes and my color eyes, and why you're a boy and I'm a girl, and vice versa.
1: Are our DNA strands different configurations? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean, from person to person? Okay, that, that makes more well, sense. Well, we don't
0: more. have the same DNA. None of us have the, even the only ones that may have the same DNA, be identical twins. Yeah. But what's always been a very fascinating thing to science is when you are identical you can even have mirror identical twins where one has a mole on the left side and one has it identically on the right side, but why are their personalities and everything not the same, right? That's always puzzled science.
1: Michelle mm-hmm. Pratt is laughing. She says, how, when we all come from Adam and Eve, LOL. Um, <laughs> which brings us to, I'm glad you brought that up. Do you guys, now see, I believe in the theory that the earth is seeded. I don't believe that, the, that we came from one thing. I mean, we did at one point, but mm-hmm. I think that the earth was seeded.
0: Okay. So let's, okay, let's read Kevin's comment. Okay. Says, I mean, we have to have the same organs as apes, cats, and dogs. Yes, you are right. And Kevin, you actually touched on what I was trying to avoid saying. And I'm going to say when I went to university for nursing, we didn't have cadavers, human beings. Cause I wasn't at a, you know, massive, massive university in Canada here. So what did we have to use? We had to use cats because you are right. Their insights are very similar <laughs> to human yeah. beings. So that's why we had to do that. So I agree with you. Now, how about time travel? (laughs) We're going to get there, Mike, right? We're going to get there tonight because we're talking. That's where we're trying to get back to you guys. A lot of this weird, strange stuff. We're never going to stop being who we are. I said that to Dave. We were talking off air. I said, we're always going to end up kind of going back to spirit and the spiritual stuff because that's who we are. But um, there was something that was said here. Okay, Adam and Eve. Okay, let's go there with the weird and the strange for a sec, Dave. I know this blew my mind years ago. But I couldn't say no. Can I still say yes? I don't know. But there's a theory that there Mm -hmm. was an alien race here called the Anunnaki who came here. And the reason why they came here, they needed gold. Now, there was a lot. They were much bigger than we were uh, and so on and so forth. But they created the human race to do the work for them so when you look at many of the ancient things like the pyramids which just aren't in egypt and the way they are so perfectly aligned with the star constellations with um we don't even have instruments today that could cut cut them with the precision these these i want to say bricks whatever however you want to call them that the pyramids are built out of and as I understand, a good friend of mine, Paul Anthony Wallace, he does uh, Fifth Kind TV on YouTube. He's been on the Angel Rock numerous times. Um, he, him and I have those fascinating conversations about he believes that what if the first version, if you subscribe to this theory, the first version of humans were so smart that they said, are you kidding? why would we go work for you and be made to work for you basically and had all of these abilities that we've told don't exist okay so they went oh crap we we gotta we gotta rebuild a second version here so they rebuild the second version meaning us right and then we got into the discussion about people that say go into a coma or they hit their head or something and then when they wake up they have this ability they've never had before so yeah. the conversation <laughs> and i have had just to finish off really quickly is what if that was always there but human beings 2.0 that light switch was turned off so it's always been there but for whatever reason like somebody going into a coma or hitting their head the light switch turns on and then some of the abilities start coming back that were basically hidden
1: if you will that is Laura Lee, from, from my experience, you are absolutely correct. And the reason I'm going to say <laughs> that you're absolutely correct is because if you guys don't know it, I was in a coma. And I do have different I do have different abilities that I did not have before here. Mm-hmm. I could not speak to animals yeah. before it can now. Um I also have my memory too, although I wouldn't come and I forgot a lot of things, I can now remember exact moments from when I was two, three, and four years old, stuff like that. I can remember those perfectly. Um, although, but yet I can't remember when I was 22, but I can remember way back and I can actually remember words and things that were said. So that can happen. Um, oh, here we go. Go ahead, Laura Lee. Okay. This is a question
0: from Leah. Now that's just one theory out there, folks. Like, There's so many out there. You got to decide what one fits and resonates with you. So Leah says, I had to step away for a second. Forgive me if this may have been asked, but what is the purpose of abductions? Can I start and I'll let you finish, Dave? Okay. So the purpose of abductions are many, and it depends what, what belief system you subscribe to. If you go into the earthly version, that that certain governments agreed with certain alien races for certain trades and technology that they would be allowed to adopt a certain percentage of human beings for for resources in the way of study um what have you Uh, including i've even run into people done readings for people that have gotten pregnant with babies that they're pregnant one day next day they're not whatever that may be though we agreed to this. And I also believe that we marry. you got to realize we've had thousands and thousands of lives, not always as human beings. And I believe that we may even be part of that family, if you will, that we're abducted by. I've heard many of a people doing readings, they've had meditations, maybe they've comas, NDs, whatever it is, or they'll have visitations where people, they'll have aliens in the room saying, you don't remember us? I'm your mother. You're part of our family. Or be people that feel like they don't belong that's happened go ahead Dave I can see Dave's just bursting
1: so <laughs> start out with, I want to start out with uh, as far as Anunnaki go in my theory I do believe the Anunnaki uh, they are a race and they are here I have a strong belief in that um but good and bad just like humans yeah, yeah and they're good and bad people and and they were the ones that were mistaken for angels so a lot of people refer to them as angels. Um, even every time they came here and they're not angels. They are, they are they're. I believe they're fifth dimensional and six dimensional beings, whatever um, the rest of the story that you told that I also know about. They did originally come here for gold as far as the um, abductions going it, the same thing with uh, Laura Lee said. And then I'd like to add that. I mean, we've changed throughout. I mean, the the Earth is a lot older than what people think. and and even if and even if you and even if it is as old as what they tell us, still, that is a really super, far way back, and we can't even um we can't even get you know to there. Um, but they also want to study, our DNA has changed. We've advanced. Our bodies have physically advanced just by, uh nature have moved us up so they're probably interested in seeing hey they had this in their body you know 50 0 years ago and now it's this or they might want to know how we are progressing spiritually oh okay. there's sorry something in my roof right here and i think it's what is I think, it i think it's a squirrel in my gutter well <laughs> i think you
0: were talking something spiritual the way you were looking no, no, friend, no, you asked the most no,
1: incredible no, question no. Yeah, it's, a, it's really moving crap. as they just said to me it's a squirrel, so that's why I said, "Oh, okay." That's why I looked up. No, you stay so, there, she uh, must have heard your yeah. squirrel. My dog's but, coming okay, now. Let's go to Mike Ray. Good question, Mike Ray. What do you think? I want to answer aliens? that
0: one. I want to answer that one, and you can too. Okay, okay.
1: how's that? I'll let you go first, Laura Lee. Go ahead and answer.
0: Okay. It. Mike, you're getting into the deep and heavy tonight, boy. I love it. Same as uh, time travel. Love it. Love it. One of my favorite topics. Okay. What do we think about aliens coming from the future? Depends what you look at. Depends what you research. Depends what you hear. Depends what resonates with you. Because then you can get into the theory that the greys... I've heard many people say that the small grays are basically clones and they serve the tall grays. I've actually heard of them as the tall whites. Um, When it comes to aliens coming from the future, I recently watched a webinar where some of them were referred to as the J rods. And I forget what the other name was. And they even got into the human beings have done, um, Oh uh, God, autopsies to see how they've differed because the theory is that some of them, depending, there's the J rods, and I forget the other name of them. I should have been prepared for this. But depending on what time period, one comes from 7,000 years ago and one comes back from 12,000 years ago that visited us, as we know them as the Greys, but they might possibly be human beings. in the future and how we have changed and that they're no longer able to procreate that is one of the reasons also why i've heard why there's abductions and babies being born then you get into black-eyed kids and white-eyed kids are they are they children that are half alien and half human holy cow man we can go all the way down the rabbit hole tonight go ahead dave
1: (laughs) aliens from the future you know it's that's just it's kind of a mood point um because everything is actually the same time. The futures actually already here. So I do I, I might to answer your question, my opinion is I do believe that there are some coming from the future. Um I guess saying that they had already lived in our past or maybe saw our past, they might have left here and came back. Uh, it's hard to, it's really difficult to put it to explain it in a human language. It's very strange.
0: Well, what I understood why they're coming back is, and this is the same thing on your subject of time travel. Because if you make too many changes, or apparently if you see yourself or whatever in the past, right, you can cause a paradox, which means you could, it's kind of like the butterfly effect, right? If you, And I'm sure you guys understand that, right? Butterfly flaps its wings one place, blah, 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 makes a change across the whole world. Well, it's kind of the same thing with time travel. Is it, does it exist? Yeah, I believe it exists. I absolutely look into the Philadelphia experiment, things like that, right? But, um, the reason why I've heard why there's a theory that aliens may be visiting such as the J-Rods and, and what have you, and I'm not an expert on this, I'm just going from what I've seen and heard and read about, is that they're coming back to make changes in this time that what we won't have something catastrophic, like, say, maybe something nuclear or whatever happen, which not only affects ourselves, it affects the entire yeah. universe. Yeah. My belief system very quickly... That will never happen because I believe that our alien friends who have stayed out of things will step in and stop it because they have done it many times already, including shutting down complete nuclear power plants. I know that for a fact.
1: Yeah. You can look it oh, up. And also to Mike's question when he said, um, where do you aliens come out from the future? This is the best way I could put it. I was trying to say before. There are ETs who are literally coming from the same time same time period those are the ones that are coming in on ships and all this but but there are plenty plenty of other beings who are coming in through dimensions not through flight they're coming in through dimensions like like bigfoot and all these I other think ones most of them. yeah they're coming in through dimensions so dimensionally they could be from the future i believe i don't i i, I can't say that i know this to be an exact thing. This is the belief that I have so far until somebody else proves me wrong or gives me more information. But okay, information- but let's have this. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Dave. Sorry, I had a pause there, I thought. Go ahead. information that I've obtained, I do believe that, yes, they are coming from the future, but not, not in a big way right now.
0: Yeah, but think about this. This is what I was going to add to it. And again, we don't have all the answers we never claimed to. We started this show. We sometimes forget to add. We're just giving you what we know, what we believe we receive from a spirit and what we've either experienced, researched, possibly looked into or what have you. Right. So you can take it or leave it. If anything, if it pauses and gives you a question, it's a good stepping stone to be jumping off and further looking at things to see what resonates and what doesn't. By using a variety of different sources. Now, the reason why apparently Nostradamus connected with Dolores Cannon, her daughter Julia has gone on to continue her work through, I think it's called QHHT. She, they teach people how to use this hypnosis technique and what, is because Nostradamus made a bunch of predictions about the future. And he was very concerned that people were getting the definitions of what he had tried to produce as warnings of the worst of the worst. And everything has come to fruition, he said, because the past or the future is malleable based on the decisions that we make as human beings. So he was hoping by putting these warnings forward that human beings would see it and make changes accordingly so that none of the things that he was seeing would come to fruition. That's kind of how I feel, just my thoughts about why aliens may be coming from the future. Do I think they're all from the future? I I don't. Maybe they left at a different time period, but I agree with Dave. I think many of them come through dimensionally here with the amount of light years and and travel and what they do.
1: And if I can add something, so I had QHHT done and I've had the quantum hypnosis done there's something odd that happened during mine though um because i wanted to know about my death experience which that is not okay. what they took me. they did not take us there um i did not go through and talk to see all this stuff like people do i literally was connecting with these beings one of the beings where i was under that was like talking through me was singing as it was almost like a singing voice or like some people call it light language, whatever. But they said Mm -hmm. that I was was holding notes, like beyond what a human should be able to hold notes. It was just straight through perfect. And, um, and the way they talked was odd and what I was seeing in while under QHHT, I was not on an earthly plane at all. So it was, I don't know what it means completely. I want to have QHHT done again by somebody uh, to see what happens. But, you know, to go, I was, I I guess you could say at my QHHT, I was uh, talking to a lot of things that weren't necessarily guides and angels. They were beings, other kinds of beings. They're the ones who told me how they told the lady who did mine how i got my information and they said uh, he gets it because he can hear the whispers in the wind and and that's pretty much that's why my that's why my page is called they whisper to me because literally sometimes it comes in it's like it's so subtle when they come in there Mm -hmm. so i believe aliens can do the same thing i think they can i think they do manipulate people in ways and i don't I don't, they must have permission or some sort. But when you're talking about the reptilians, everybody says it's the reptilian people doing it. Um, but I want to quite-
0: comment because we have to be careful with this comment, but let's go there. But we have to be careful with the wording of it. And just, just give a quick shout out to Patricia Gazelli. It looks like hello from Brazil. Sorry, shall we touch on this one? Because there is something I want to add to this, if that's okay. We have to be careful with the P word.
1: I don't, is that, is that P word misspelled or is that supposed to be? No, there? no.
0: I know what it is. It's, it's uh, P E D O F I L I A. Yep. I know what they're saying. So Mike, you, Mike's asked reptilians extracting our energy from the word I just spelt with the P and fears. Please, please touch on this. First of all, it's going to be mind blowing. You don't have to agree with me. We all have what's referred to as the reptilian brain. Meaning we have, I believe it's called the pons within our brain. That is the bare basics, if you will, that allows for life for breathing, for your heart to beat. Okay, that's referred to sometimes as part of the reptilian brain. But then you will hear people that will talk about the limbic system and what have you that that's part of the reptilian brain, why we have emotions and on and on. So it depends what you want to call the reptilian brain. I know what you're talking about. I've seen this theory before, but I'm also going to tell you, let's even just take the label away, okay? Anything that can possibly be here that's not here for our highest good and in love and is a lower vibrational being, which means that they're not they're not focusing from a place of joy, love, happiness, and what have you, okay? That is going to be their food anything negative like that, whether it's paranormal, whether it's, you want to refer to it as a reptilian, whatever that may be. Plus, the other thing is, and it depends on who you talk to, that I've sort of made my mind, because I've I've seen the Anunnaki demonize, they're the worst things on the planet, and yet I have seen other people's stories of being uh, of and they are claiming that they were healed they were taken aboard a ship i know an incredible story of a friend of mine and somebody else over in france that connected they were on the same ship at the same time they recognized each other they were finishing each other's sentences about what was on the ship that was anunnaki now uh reptilian i will tell you i have not run into somebody that says says anything positive but i have not met every person on the planet and i think we need both here go ahead dave
1: But me, the the first being that I ever saw in real life was a reptilian. I thought,
0: there we go. I forgot, Dave. Yeah, please remind them of your story. Yes, yes.
1: So when I was, I can't remember the exact age. I was about four or five years old. I was down south here. I lived in Wisconsin. We were visiting my grandparents. I was falling asleep. My dad picked me up So he like this. So this cat is me. This is Angel, by the way. Hi, Angel. My dad was walking down the hallway. It seemed like everything froze because my dad stopped. There was no movement. There was no air. There was nothing. It just stopped, and there was a bee. And I didn't see. I get confused to this day. I didn't know what a reptilian was. I, I I didn't. I had his image in my mind all my life, and it wasn't until people started talking about reptilians and I saw pictures. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of what he looked like he was not an awful person, but like Lord Lee has stated before, as far as all beings go, no matter what, there's a polar opposite of everything. So there's good bad. bad. There has to be. Now this dude was very cool. He was, um, I don't know how tall he was, probably at least six foot or more, but he um, just nodded at me and he did not speak, but he transferred the feeling and the feeling pretty much was, I'm we're here, I'm here. And that was it. And he almost had though the feeling was almost like a snobby royalty person. I mean, perfect. Yeah, I'm perfect, we're here. Hello. And that was it. And then he disappeared and time started back up. My dad continued walking. That stayed with me. But that screwed me up for a couple of years. Um but, but not bad. Um, but yeah, so. So I don't know if they're all bad. In in I guess they are part. They are some of the species that tweaked our species, and that's where we get that stuff that you were talking about earlier. Laura. Well, plus
0: Rh <laughs> negative blood. Like I'm going to give a shout out to Joe Montaldo who owns this network. He's been um, part of setting up uh, International Center for Alien Research called ICAR. He has. UFO undercover here on the network on Wednesday nights. I forgot to mention you guys, there's something for everybody here. So please share and subscribe uh, because there's, we are adding more and more new hosts. There's all kinds of different shows here, but that's where I wanted to go with this. Joe has been doing a 20 plus year study of where RH negative blood, green eyes, red hair has come from because apparently before 70,000 years ago, these attributes within our chromosomal patterns, if you will, our DNA profile did not exist. So where did it come from? Hi, yeah. Debbie.
1: Welcome. Hi, Debbie. After okay, those, what is I'm it? An MIB after those encounters. Well, not back then. No, MIB came to me. I mean, you know what I will say?
0: Seen them. Joe's seen them. He's positive. He has. He's oh, had I'm sure they, I'm some
1: sure they exist. I will say this, though there's one thing and i don't know if this that thing did that i'm just saying i became really really good at setting emotion aside growing up i mean i i could literally
0: mentalizing
1: yeah and it and it helps me to this day like when i do mediumship readings i have to put my emotions to the side i'm very good at it i'm just like boop You move over. You're gone. And I just have this straightforward thinking. I don't know if that's maybe what they did or gave me. I don't know. Or they're just saying, hey, howdy, whatever. You're going to have to defend us in the future. And I'll be like, okay, no problem. But who knows? Like I said, I am sure that there are good and bad of everything.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, we were having this conversation off air. And I think there is just being in this 3D existence on earth, like, to me that everything that that spirit shows me, if we were going to be living in absolute, you know, harmony, peace, love, happiness, what have you, everything would be in balance. Cause it, I can literally show me the scales, right? Because we have hot, we have cold, we have night, we have dark, like everything would be in balance. Then they'll give me the symbiosis between say trees and human beings. Whereas, you know, uh, we breathe oxygen, we exhale carbon dioxide. The trees uptake our carbon dioxide. They alchemize it, if you will. They change it back into oxygen and it's like a cyclical wheel. Like everything, the, the wheel of life, the circle of life, you could call it whatever. Yeah, we've got a few people here. Egg Negative, your eyes go green when you cry. That's interesting. I don't want to see you cry. But um, Debbie says, I have two out of the three, no red hair. Well, get this, folks. My mother, who makes fun of what Dave and I, people like ourselves, what we do. Okay. my I have missing time. One of these days, I'm going to undergo a, a, a progression to find out or regression, I should say, to find out what actually happened to me with blinking my eyes and missing an hour and a half and being 40 miles away in the opposite direction in front of a building I've never seen in my life. But my mother has red hair, green eyes, and RH negative blood. And as I understand it, which I find fascinating, and it does resonate with me is Apparently they this follows families, if you will, like they will they will visit, like you, Dave. You had the reptilian, you know, could be down the line, you know, or off the line, whatever. That that sort of followed your whole familial line with
1: you. I don't know. Hard to say. It's hard to say. The second encounter I had was that little dude, but he didn't really look like a gray, but he kind of looked like a gray, but. That guy was and that guy's very cool though, but I don't know, it's hard to say, you know. Well, we'll all, you know, eventually we'll all get the answers to this. Um, somebody had asked a question about did somebody ask a question? No, maybe they didn't. I thought somebody, yeah, asked well, tell me what you saw. What did you about think you saw, Dave? Me, that little dude, it was definitely alien. But he's the one who showed me how he was towing cars. He's the one who showed me that. And who uh, was
0: that? Sorry cut out for me, Dave. Who were you talking
1: about? That was a couple of years after my NDE. Oh, the second was, one. Okay. Yeah, I was sitting in my room and yeah, that that one would come in and out quite a bit and, and um, speak. And he was another one. He would like sit on the edge of my bed. He was small. He was like three, four feet, but he looked a lot like that dude in beetlejuice he smoked and he died yeah oh he that had guy really like yeah really dark color like that a darkish gray color but he was showing me technology when he literally um the way he gave it to me was it's like you could tie a chain around his waist attach that to a car and then have a line of like a hundred cars chained together behind it and then he as he just moved, all the cars moved too. And then he went through a pond through a lake and dragged all the cars with them. And he was just letting me know, this is what your mind is capable of. And I remember him saying oh, cool. that. This is what your mind is cool. capable of. And I was like, okay, dude, I don't think so. But, uh, you know, I guess so. I
0: think that's cool. So I'm going to put this cool. question up here because it was a good one from Mike. Mike, you're on fire. All of you are on fire tonight, but he's asking some interesting stuff about time travel. But I want to share Sandra's um comment here because she let's said
1: go back to Mike, because I have a I have a theory about time travel.
0: Okay, well let's get into that in a sec. Let's read Sandra's comment then okay and then we will it says um uh, Sandra says I saw a pale reptilian humanoid that put me in mind in the mind of Gandhi in a meditation who was teaching a room full of children meditating, he was very kind and patient with me and my curiosity." That's a cool experience. Thank you for sharing that. that.
1: That's what I gotta tell people. When, When all this hype about aliens, I'm sure there's aliens out there that probably see us as food. You know who knows um well the- you hear
0: that about the reptilians you do you hear that and then i don't know okay i'm gonna go down the rabbit hill hole here okay guys uh, mm-hmm. like joe always teases me and calls me conspiracy princess he says there's another woman he knows that's got that gets more into this kind of stuff than me and calls her the queen of conspiracy i don't like the word conspiracy i like truth seeking because i'm not looking for one-eyed one horn flying purple people eaters okay i'm looking into stuff and i'm questioning and i'm keeping an open mind just because i haven't seen it or experienced it doesn't mean it doesn't exist if it resonates a little bit or i've got some curiosity i take a look and maybe i don't have all the answers maybe i don't have enough to make me make a decision one way or another it goes up on my proverbial back shelf because i really believe that truth eventually reveals itself oh kathy says our sound went out does anybody else having a problem hi kathy can you hear me dave
1: yeah i can hear you perfect
0: yeah let's see if anybody else is having trouble with the sound sorry kathy because I, I think they would have told us but the into time travel let's look at time travel because yeah, it might. I'm sorry if it's glitching. Kathy's in Hawaii. I hope it's not because you're in Hawaii. But w- yeah, it sounds, sounds fine there. Uh, we've been working because like guys, I have had the internet police guys here, not police, the internet guys here. Um, I tried with the, um, what do you call it? internet. Guy to strengthen the signal. My brain's not working. It's on UFOs and ETs right now. Um, that just made it more glitchy, I found out. Um, so I've even gone downstairs right directly across from the router where Dal does his show and it made no difference. So I'm not sure what it is. I've used multiple a multitude of devices. I have a brand new phone. I have not taken the time to get it started yet yeah, so maybe we'll try it on the new phone on monday so but thanks kathy so we've got a question okay we've got a great question here but let's get into time travel quickly then you want to or do you want to answer serena's question a,
1: first me, I'm gonna, serena i let me answer your question for you um now you this comes it. from this comes from this comes from my experience and from everything else. okay I dave
0: do. you got to read it though because if there's people listening they won't be able to see it okay.
1: Serena Summers asks, would aliens have souls like humans and also go to an afterlife when they die, if they die? I have a hard time reconciling a belief in the afterlife with the belief in immortal aliens. Yes, aliens are exactly like us. They all have a soul. Yes, just like us. And they're not um, afraid of death. <laughs> yeah, they're not. That's, the difference is they know what people like me are trying to shake into you guys is that there's no such thing as dying. There's literally no such thing. They know it and they get to remember their soul contracts. Um so they know exactly why they were born into the thing that they're born into. They know exactly what they're supposed to be doing here. Some of them do live a lot longer. Some of uh, there's some of them what are they like four or five hundred years old some of them. Um but we used to as human beings live that long yeah, human beings used to yeah that's right hear. That's what I hear. Okay. But yeah, aliens have a soul as well. Aliens also believe yep. in a higher power. Um, they and, and you know what? We all have the same exact higher power. It's just how it's interpreted, how it's interpreted through your experience and whatever you're experiencing. Like if you're human, you're gonna interpret it one way. If you're a reptilian, you interpret it another way. So, yes, they do, and um and Yes, you will. And eventually, you would be in the same place they'd be. Mm-hmm. Eventually, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's yeah. That's I agree
0: one hundred percent. And Dave, I think it was one of the videos you were you sent me today it was from tiktok or something and i just left what it said it, it i think it came from Dolores we're on I mean, we're not always on a Dolores Cannon kick here but it was really powerful what she had said and again she was very clear to point out i do not claim to be a psychic or anything like this i'm basically somebody that's curious that asks questions and i document the answers through this level of hypnosis that i'm using and she said that we basically every single one of us so if you're hearing this this applies to you that other beings from around the, the universe, if you will, look at us that are here living on this planet right now with great respect, because yeah. we are the only species that comes in with no past memory of where we came from, past lives, what our contracts are, anything like that. We come in these frail, dense, heavy bodies. And they said, like, it's pretty ballsy, basically, is what she was told, like that we would be willing to do that, whereas other species such as aliens and what have you. Yeah, like Dave said, I agree 100%. They know why they're here. They're not afraid of death. It's just the death of that vehicle, if you will, or I hate the word meat suit, but that's pretty well all it is because you never really die. Just the body. Whenever it did. Right, Dave?
1: With the one thing we have in common uh, that you can definitely know I that with any alien race is that we are all energy. We're all energy at some point that does nothing more than transmute into a different kind of energy. That's it. But you always have a consciousness, you're always aware of who you are. Okay, so, so I have. To- to- what does that mean? Yeah, I
0: was going to add something to that, Dave, I really Go quickly. Ahead. All I was going to say, Mike, is I said years ago before I ever knew that any of this stuff, things like Star Trek, Star Wars, things like that, I kept asking and not realizing, I think I got this from my guides. And I've since kind of had it confirmed is where would somebody get a story like this, like all this information and what have you, right? It's kind of like what came first, the chicken or the egg. And as I understand it, a lot of this was channeled to to gene roddenberry and the creators of star trek so if you look at it right and this is where the mind f comes from if you will is again what came first the chicken or the egg so if this was channeled to him and he got it but people have seen what was on star trek and recreated it into real life as technology do you know what i'm saying like did it always exist but we it was channeled to somebody for us to create or if i i'm trying to make this like where did it all come from you know what I'm saying maybe it always was there does that make sense
1: it does I'd like an Ed O'Dell he just popped on Ed put sci-fi dictates our future in a sense it's it's actually not dictating our future but does it that's what I was just asking does it (laughs) it is predicting our future but you got to remember this a lot of sci-fi stuff that we get is coming down. It's got to come through a channel, which is us. And, and I don't want to get into the spirituality crap of all this, but as a medium, whatever spirit says to me that comes through me, especially through channeling gets filtered through all my experiences. So it's going to slightly change. It's like the old game. When you whisper something to somebody and then the next person whispers oh, somebody, no. but add something or they misinterpret it. So, um, I do. and, and, and you ex- and add, you are also correct. The books of the past, there's a lot of books of the past, even like cartoons. The Simpsons, for crying out loud, have predicted so many things. And I'm sure Dr. Oh, Seuss has. Dad.
0: No worries, Howie. Mm-hmm. No, Howie gets this. Well, you can call me conspiracy theory, but yeah, they've predicted, but they've almost predicted too much. I don't know. That's a whole different show, if you will. Yeah. But-
1: i think some sci-fi though some some sci-fi i i think is like okay like the like the bad ones like we're all the monsters and they're killing humankind and all that i think that is not a future thing i think that is filtered through somebody who is intentionally trying to promote fear so it's intentional so and they're you know it's just let's face it, some of those movies are just fun to watch. I can watch them and just go, yeah, this is fun, yay! But no, that's not going to happen. Well, War of the um, so,
0: Worlds freak me out. War of the Worlds did freak me out.
1: well the Worlds, but yeah, that that, yeah. Book, that <laughs> has, there's some interesting facts in the actual thing of not the movie, but the actual book and all that stuff. There's a lot of stuff they, they do. It, it's kind of a test. They want to know if we come here, are we going to like try to nuke them right away or what? But then again, they're not afraid because they can literally, I don't know what people are worried about. If the aliens wanted to eat us or do anything, they would have done it a long time ago. They would have oh. done
0: it a long time ago. That was a big <laughs> eye opener for me years ago, right? Cause yeah. we're always worried. We're like, oh my God, they're coming to attack us. And if you think about it, They've been here since the beginning of if, time, probably well before that. And if they wanted if, to, they would have by now.
1: If you don't, if if you are filled with a lot of fear, or you have a fear of someone coming here and destroying your belief system, I understand why you might fear something, because mm-hmm. they will destroy a lot of belief systems. But for someone like me or Laura Lee, we're just like, oh, we have a wrong cool. Tell me the right way. And you never had someone like ever. Yeah, we're like, we're fine with that. I've I Listen, you guys, before I went into my NDE, my, I had preconceived things about the other side that were not there at all. And they're like, no, David, that was you. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm a cow. I'm yeah, sorry. but
0: that's I, what the good thing is, I think if you're, and then I want to read Kevin, don't ever apologize saying, sorry, if that's deep. Kevin, we love deep stuff like this on this show. Um, there's things that I believed and I thought you know, say five, 10 years ago, that's why I try and be open-minded because I don't know everything. And the more people I meet, the more people I, more things I, I accomplish, whether it's in, you know, research or talking with other people. And I say, I'll always be a lifelong learner. I've changed my, my views about things. Like I will tell you, and I'm not pointing a finger at anybody, but the biggest thing for me to unravel and to realize where people were coming from when I was hearing what I was hearing was I was forced to go to uh, church probably from the time I was conceived in the womb. I was forced to go to Catholic school. I was forced to go to all this other stuff, right? So I had a strong belief in hell. And then I would hear spiritual type people talking about there is no hell. And I would say, what do you mean there's no hell? There has to be a hell. What happens to people that do blah, 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 A, B, 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 and C, right? Because we were taught that. But over the years, with, you know, connecting with spirit, getting messages from spirit, I always say spirit will whole classes with you, all you have to do is ask, ask the right question. And then connecting with other people, with my studies with NDEs for decades, and what have you, I started to realize, yeah, there isn't one, there really isn't, it's all really in your mind. And then you get into paranormal activity. And, you know, spirit says stay here. I mean, that's a whole different show. But did you want to add something, Dave, then I'm going to read Kevin's uh, comment. Go right ahead. Go ahead and read Kevin's. Okay. Didn't think I would pull out Sega. Did you, Lurley? Yeah. <laughs> the band Sega <laughs> wrote a song called Amnesia. Okay. So thank you, Howie. That's Howie, by the way. You can help Howie okay. if you run across Howie O'Dell Report it because that's Howie's old account that was stolen from him. I love Howie. You guys will love him too. If you ever get to meet him, he's amazing. Follow him with the Rift Network super awesome. Anyways, he's had to open a new account under Ed O'Dell. Had to add that, Howie. Sorry, but I did. Help you out there, dude. It's a good friend of mine. Hey, Anyways, Kevin I'm... says, yeah. uh, Kevin, no, uh, Ed. Kevin says, the ancients say there is a curse of amnesia placed upon the human being. Um, what parent doesn't tell their child where they come from? How come we don't know with any kind of clarity and anonymity? Anonymity, is that what you meant? Um, sorry if that's Steve. I don't think gets deep um what's your your thoughts and i have an answer too but what's your thoughts dave
1: my thoughts are this i don't see it as a curse but the only reason mm-hmm. i i have a different view on stuff like this uh kevin because mm-hmm. i had a near-death experience in 2015 and i had a couple actually but the 2015 was the big one so i learned a lot of stuff so i understand why why it's taken away um and you're supposed we're, we're here we're supposed to be remembering who i are that's who we are that's the game every time a human being comes here we're literally seeing um who we are from another angle that's why we take on different personas so i don't see it as a curse but i understand why in ancient times they would call it a curse because i, I mean i sometimes trust me if i'm a normal guy sometimes i will go God, what in the heck was this? Why did you? Do I always this? say, I wish I read the fine print. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but see, I remember a lot of stuff. So since I remember, it, it's different for me. So it's hard to comment on it. But I do. When you said, "What parent doesn't tell their child where they came from?" Well. Unfortunately, every human being that's born either gets into it some kind of category, they get indoctrinated into a religion, or a certain belief system, and then that's stuck on them for 20 years. So when a child, they have a child, their belief system gets put on that child. Now, my parents, see, I was a lucky child, i because I've been talking to these guys since I was a kid. So The belief systems like my parents and my family i have a strong catholic baptist republican family on that side i mean real strong and i don't i as a kid i never followed any of that um but to have it taken away listen if you really think about this too how many people if they actually knew what they signed up for here would not want to finish and that's another reason why that's in place. You have to finish. You have to finish. I mean, it takes a lot to come here. So th- I hope that kind of answers. That's my well, I'm going to
0: add some stuff too. Opinion. That's my Go opinion
1: ahead. on that. Yeah. So, ahead, okay.
0: Oh, okay. So I sort of touched on it a little bit, uh, probably about 10, 15 minutes ago when I said, and I believe, like I said, she's not the be all to the end all. She's not the prophet of whatever but i believe what she shared with us that dolores cannon we started the show with when she said that other beings from around the galaxy the universe look on those that choose to incarnate to life um on earth because we come in with anonymity like we come in sorry with amnesia okay when when we do right we don't remember why we're here one of my favorite movies and i always forget the name of it it's from the '80s. It's got Kelly McGillis in it and Timothy Hutton, I think his name is, and they—he was this serviceman back in the '60s. There's a reason why I'm sharing this, and he ends up dying trying to save his dog. He just got back from one of the wars, I believe. It might even have been in the '50s, and he dies. And he goes to heaven, and he falls in love with this new soul, soul who's Kelly McGillis, and he wants to stay in heaven forever. And he ends, up, she ends up deciding she's going to incarnate in life and he feels like he can't live without her. So he taught I guess it wasn't his time to incarnate with her, but he talks it whoever the I forget. I think they do refer to it as a godlike figure. It's all human beings, obviously, in the movie, that he can incarnate at the at the same time, but he's given a certain amount of time on earth to try and find Kelly McGillis and get her to fall in love. Otherwise they won't be together or something like this. I forget what it is it's quite the story though because it kind of gets into the concept of reincarnation and stuff but the reason why it was so difficult for him was he had to come in here with amnesia right and I won't give away the movie but my whole point is think about this with amnesia Um, I think we have the biggest potential for growth and this is why we are looked upon with such respect if you will from other beings Is because it's damn hard coming in here without the memory of who you are, what you were, what you've learned, all your past memories or why you're here, right? How many people have you met just in your general life and say, why am I here? God, you know, from from it was an accident for why I'm here to there's no meaning to why I'm here, what have you, right? But even think about in life, when we have something bad go on in life, really awful, doesn't matter anything bad. We have a choice as human beings. We can get stuck in that victimhood of sitting there and woe is me, or we can choose to do something positive with it versus when life is amazing. It's wonderful, whatever. We don't want it to change. How many of us have said we want it to go on forever? My whole point is when we come in with amnesia, We aren't reminded of why we're here. we got to kind of fumble around and find our way. And a lot of people do. Like you said, we have to finish what we started, Dave. But a lot of people do. Kind of like with that movie. I think it's called, is it Heaven Can Wait? I forget what it's called. I'll remember. I have it on my phone somewhere. And I always forget the name. But my whole point is, it's extremely difficult. But it's the biggest potential and chance for growth spiritually. That's why Everything. we're looked upon with such respect. Go ahead, Dave. Sorry.
1: Coming to Earth, you're going through accelerated learning. As hard as it is, and you, and that's part of it. I mean, hey, nobody said the tests were going to be easy. Nobody said. Even when you were in school, when you're in high school, they gave you a test, and they usually a teacher didn't go, "Oh, this could be an easy test. So Don't worry about it." They're just like, "Here's your quiz. Do it." Um, so that's kind of it. Debbie says we need an easy button like on the commercial for remembering. We could, well, there's certain things you can do to remember. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to get spiritual, but I'll give anybody listening a pointer right now. You want to remember who and why you're here? Listen to your heart. Listen from here, not from the head. The head is always going to tell you something different. Um, this is also the only um incarnation i believe that doesn't it have the ego brain and the spiritual brain i don't know what yeah. you mean by that dave well because like because i was thinking about aliens if they do that's a good question to ask an alien we have two minds so we have an yes. ego mind the ego mind protects the physical body tells yeah, you but do we they- always have that yeah well no humans do but once you leave here you don't have that you yeah right a spiritual, okay but that's what i mean but while you're here you can start to close down that ego mind because you already know what to do and what not to do in your morals and open up the okay, other side I et's okay. i wonder if ets don't come in with the ego mind i don't know if they do i or feel not. like I- they
0: don't i feel like they don't but the other thing i'm going to add a different perspective just a different mm-hmm. perspective of looking at the ego I believe that everything that we've been given, that we've incarnated into this lifetime as human beings with, we have it for a reason. Now, this is from one of my mentors I worked with, with the Akashic Records, because within the spirituality field, you always hear you got to lose the ego. You got to shut the ego down. The ego can't play a place. The ego is part that's coming from your ego, which can all be true. But it was a different way of looking at this. I know for myself it resonated and I really embraced it. So I'm not pushing it on anybody. I'm just sharing it. What if instead of trying to banish the ego, the ego is there for a reason, right? It's there to keep us safe, um, you know, to question things. Fear plays a role as well in our life at certain times. But what if we made friends with it? Like For example, when I do kashic Records reading for people, we invite the ego to be a curious bystander, and that they feel like they're invited, they're invited along, right? We acknowledge that it's there. And I, this is being overly simplistic, but we're basically inviting it along. We know you're there. Could you sit basically quietly by the side and just observe? So it's still there. It's acknowledged. And and we're still we're still embracing the whole is what I'm saying of who we are because I think when we try to shut down parts of us that are there that have been there since the beginning of time of our incarnation it becomes extremely difficult for for most I believe. There may be people that can do it I don't know I know I can't banish my ego especially being a Leo I'd love to I'm
1: cognizant of it. <laughs> while you are in while you are in human form they have told me and Told over and over, there's no such thing as banishing your ego. You have to. Thank be that you. <laughs> like, you said, like you said, though, my biggest agreement is you have to shake hands with it and be friends. It has thank to you. know yes. what to turn on. Yeah. Now, going back to aliens, real quickly. Um. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, Kevin says, thank "Thanks, you, Kevin. For your Thank you. Um. I wondered this though. Um, with the ego, if I think E.T., we'll call them, would love it if more people could learn how to put the ego aside because the ego is keeping them literally from being here because the ego can have be so fear-based. The last thing E.T.'s want to do is scare you. So that's why they make contact. They come in through the mind. They come in through that. Maybe people see them a minute. Maybe there's an abduction here and there. Here's a spaceship for a second. And by the way, you guys, there are always spaceships in the clouds just asking to show themselves anyway. (laughs) So, so, but anyway, if, if more people in this world, I think could like calm their ego down and not be afraid and just think with their spiritual half, which doesn't, it's not religious half, I'm not talking religion. I'm talking spiritual half. Spiritual half being the I am. I am forever. I am energy. I am part of the creator. I am part <laughs> of the universe. Um, I know. Get my kitty. Um, angel. <laughs> <I think laughs> those
0: you wonder why we're laughing, Kevin wrote, David, your cat is slightly upstaging you. It's angel.
1: <laughs> those You're that are listening. You little son of a bee. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think um I think we need to get the ego thing in check. Um and that's part of balance. the awakening. like yeah, they balance. started
0: balance again, right? Balance. That's yep. what I think balance,
1: it's all yeah. about. Balance, Yep. Yeah. Yeah. perfect.
0: I remember the name of the movie. I looked it up. I you think I could remember this. This is not a difficult a difficult uh title. So it's with Kelly McGillis, Timothy Hutton. It is called Made in heaven. And you know what? It's a beautiful movie. I think it really is. If you're willing to just, it's not for deep, I guess you could get really deep and think about it, but it's an enjoyable movie. And to me, it always resonated. Even when I really didn't remember who I am like that I've become now, you don't lose who you are. We, I think we all have these abilities, but, um, I, yeah, it was the movie like this. It was like, oh my God, this feels like home. And I think I watched that movie back when I was at like a late teens, maybe. It's a beautiful movie. Check it out. Oh, Michelle Pratt, I love Made in Heaven. Isn't it a beautiful movie? And then she says, "Back, it's 11-11 in Australia right now." <laughs> two,
1: two things, and we gotta pick somebody out for a reading. But I'm also, yes. I'm actually going to, I'm actually gonna quick grab Michelle Pratt, but grab another person, Michelle Pratt. I need to tell you something. When you wrote back eleven eleven here, I was getting the heads up. Whatever you're thinking right now or whatever you were thinking at that time, hold on to that thought and go forward with it because they're showing you there's a portal for that thought. And if you're not thinking anything positive at this point, quick switch it, switch it. (laughs) Because 11.11 is a beautiful portal whenever that's coming up. But it's noticed. Yeah, it's basically for me. It's like the universe going, hey, dude, you know, that thing you're just thinking about that can come true if you keep thinking about it. And so they flash you that
0: 11-11. So, some you guys, if you have a question, I'm going to cut in there really quick. Leave one, and if it lights up, we'll grab it for you, okay? Because I keep feeling Kevin O'Doherty. You haven't been here or you've been here a few times, but we have not done a reading for you. But if there's somebody else, feel if you've got one question for us, I mean, I can just give you what uh, spirit David and I usually build off. Oh, she goes, I saw the shooting star this morning at 2 22 Oh, thank you, Serena. She goes, thank you for those movie recommendations. Check it out. See what you think. Like you're not, you're not, it's not going to be something that's going to be nominated for an Academy Award. So if you're looking for something like that, but I think it's a really beautiful story. I didn't tell you how it ended, but I think even some of the stuff we talked about tonight, see what you think about it. Okay? Because I said, we'll get into the weird and the strange, but you know, we're always going to kind of get back to the spiritual stuff, too, because that's who we are, right, Dave?
1: <laughs> right. We always get back. But now, we're, we might get a little spiritual on you now because of the fact we're going to... You guys, ask a question in the comments section, yeah. and uh, we shall... I mean, ask a uh, psychic question. Um, yeah, please and- do.
0: While we're waiting, Michelle asks, have you seen Somewhere in Time? I don't think I have. Like, I don't watch... A lot of TV. I have a guilty pleasure. It used to be supernatural. Now it's the Winchesters. Uh, What sort of things can people ask you with the quick reading? We don't usually do mediumship. That's the only thing because it takes longer, right, Dave? And it's usually very personal. So whatever. Um, I pulled out, let's see, I have all kinds of decks here. We don't need decks. We just like to pull a card for you usually because it helps get the message across quickly, so I don't know. What do you wanted to ask, Serena? Or, like I said, if Kevin's still here, you want to ask something. Anybody? If you got a question, maybe you got something going on in your life that you want to know about. You need a little bit of guidance from spirit. Anything you want Can to ask I, that
1: day? Is, is Kevin darty's Is Kevin still here?
0: That's why I kept feeling Kevin too. I kept feeling Kevin as well.
1: But Kevin, ahead, you summertime.
0: don't.
1: Kevin, are you still here? Just say yes, and it's not a question. That it pulled thank he's
0: you he's here kevin's here yeah because i felt the same thing for you kevin i said that earlier
1: since we were talking about uh reptilians earlier i, I grabbed my dragon deck um <laughs> my dragon card i
0: love,
1: I love that deck. i do got a message for you um I'm it's, pull it's up this pink dragon so basically your your um your karmic balance is being reset you probably feel that um you've gotten rid of a whole lot of karma around you because there's a lot of ickiness that's not there anymore it feels like it went away i don't know in what capacity but it feels like it went away um but this has a lot to do with transcending you seem to be transcending into another better you or it's like something that you're doing and because you've been cutting cords lately and they're telling you continue you have a few more cords to cut um but that Dragon thing or that however you want to look at it is helping you. You can just say it's the other side is helping you do that. Um, you, um, you're in us. you're in, you're starting to be in the process of enjoying your freedom. Okay. That's going to come even more and more, Kevin. So you're going to be getting more freedom with yourself so more freedom to explore your mind explore the things that are hitting your mind and all those other things so um know that you're on a pretty damn good path kevin uh, just get rid of the crap and know that they're helping you a lot of the thoughts that you have coming into your head kevin unfortunately aren't all yours um, you are co-creating with other people so um, know that you, your, your next step is pay attention to your heart. Your next step is a very important one. It's going to allot you a lot more free time and a lot more time for yourself to keep thinking all these philosophical things. And that's all I got for you, Kevin.
0: And I thought that was beautiful. Good job. I'm going to handle Serena here. We're getting some good questions in here. And you guys can do that too. You guys know, because like I say, if you've asked a question, say, earlier in the show, we'll we'll scroll back or we'll get you to repeat it. Because like I said, if something lights up for us, as you've seen us, we'll just kind of grab it gravitate to it. So Serena's, I got to see over my glasses. Serena Summer says, I'm struggling with making a decision right now and really feeling the stress of it. Any guidance would be appreciated. I did pull a card for you, but you know what I felt for you, Serena? The one thing is is when we're making a decision, okay, we have to have a clear head sometimes, especially when it's a difficult decision. I'm really feeling like you are overwhelming yourself with worry with everything else that happens in life. So I keep hearing, take some time for yourself. Okay, even if that might be five minutes, I once had someone say to me that did a reading for me years ago, when I said I was so busy. We all And they didn't want to say it, and their guide got them to say it, we all have time to go to the bathroom. So even if it's five minutes to close the door, yes, I know we had some of us have kids, we have pets, we have everybody that wants to be in the bathroom, be good to yourself with that when you're trying to make this decision, because I feel like you need to be clear headed with it. Remember that even though you may be a giver, okay, we have to fill ourselves up for first, because if we keep giving and giving and giving that well runs dry. So that was the first thing I heard self care, so important. Because this is what I keep feeling like you're right on the precipice one way or the other. Um, I would never tell you what the decision, what way to go. Dave may be picking something up when I'm finished, but I don't do that kind of thing. Because I feel it's up to you. It's your life and what you feel you may need to do with it. But in order to get in the right headspace to be able to do it you have to be nurturing yourself, giving yourself that time, okay, to be able to clear your head. Now, the question I, I picked for you is power of prayer. Give this situation to God for uplifting and healing and be open to miracles. Heaven, and before I finish, I've seen a couple other questions in the comments. If any of you hear this, and or Dave's reading as well, and you feel, oh my God, that answer could be just formed, like that could be the answer to my question, It is the answer to your question. Remember that, okay? Because spirit knows who is watching, who will be watching. So anyways, repeating, give this uh, situation to God for uplifting and healing and be open to miracles. Heaven's unlimited resources, love and answers are awaiting your prayers. Be sure to act upon the divine guidance God gives to you in response to your prayers. That's what I keep hearing is you have to clear your head. If you will, even make space to be able to make the right decision. David is like itching to say something. I know he is. (laughs) Go ahead, Dave
1: thing to these guys on the other side serena whatever the situation mm-hmm. is like Lolly said before it's most important that you make this decision for yourself uh tell so people don't have a psychic make your decision really i mean you you know the answer there's choices the problem the thing i'm seeing here serena right now is you're getting unwanted anxiety from not making a choice remember whatever it yes, is as i said take, getting in your way mm-hmm. uh, take out the fear you're going to make the right decision I hope that helps you. But they're telling me that they said she's going to make the right one. So, whichever one you decide upon, when you can't take that, that's going to be the right decision. I will tell you this, too. Either decision you make keeps you on the same path, if that helps. Boy, Each one keeps you on the same path. Okay. But just How you're going down that path might be a little harder, a little easier, a little wonkier, a little freaked out more, but you're still going to stay on the same thing. Remember this at the end of every life, at the end of every, everything, it's a happy ending. So when you can take that, when you can take that out of the the equation and know that even if you made the wrong decision, it's not permanent because all things are temporary except for, except for life. Life is forever. But uh, I'm going to, you have to have you reiterate what Laura Lee said because that is correct from that card, that's very correct. And just I'm adding to it, don't let the anxiety that's coming with it make you make that decision. Get rid of the anxiety and then make the decision. The anxiety is only coming from not knowing which choice to make, that's all it is.
0: Mm-hmm. So I think we had a really good uh, Michelle asked this. We've got so many questions now, and like I said, guys please save them for next week even but she asked us can you pull a card for mother earth do you want to pull one and i can pull one i thought that was a beautiful
1: request mother earth yeah, yeah absolutely mother earth because I, I already can. know
0: what it is okay go ahead. <laughs> this is a deck i'm using i haven't pulled a card from it star codes astro i haven't used this deck yet so go ahead dave what were you going to say dave and i start talking at the same time always and i have a bit of a delay guys so I apologize.
1: Ooh, actually, this did a good job, Leah. Like It almost sounds like it's coming more from Mother Earth, um, but either way, it's um. This is really funny. We were talking about aliens and talking about, and then you wanted Earth. That's all about the grounding. This is coming from the Blue Dragon of the Pleiadians. And I have so. Uh, look at that. So basically, um. Thank you. This makes so much sense. If we're pulling it for the the blue dragon is preparing you for healing, and the Earth is going through healing right now because the Earth needs to heal so it can move over to do its thing. That whole thing about us moving over is true, but we won't go into the wonky wonkies of it. Um, You're you're supposed to give and receive healing that is for the earth that is for everybody who's on here today and accept any heart activations that come to you which means if you are sitting there and you're in a moment where it's quiet and you just feel like I need to pay attention for a minute no matter what it is it's probably an activation or it's a download of some sort just let it happen smile and move on the earth is going through this so that was for the earth but it's also for all of you as well.
0: Okay, so the card, I was just looking at this book. I haven't used this deck before. Um, Okay, so what I think this is kind of appropriate too. It says progressions, journey, and it's got a clock as we're moving through the, I set the wheel of time earlier. I kind of feel that way. So we are progressing. Okay, we're on a journey. The earth is on a journey. But what I guess I want to say, this is coming from spirit, and I think my heart is Remember what you're hearing in the news and what you're reading and what you're seeing. Anything that maybe feels right, maybe it doesn't feel right, maybe it stirs up fear. Remember that knowledge is empowering, not giving you power, but empowering, okay? It gives you it gives you the energy the food if you will to dispel the myth of fear. So when you hear certain things are happening to our planet, you hear certain things are coming, you hear whatever, if it doesn't sit right with you, dig a little deeper, okay? Trust your inner knowledge, trust your inner knowing do what you need to do to feel like you're taking care of mother earth yourself. So maybe you, maybe you don't want to litter. Maybe you don't, whatever. I'm using something very facetious, but that's what I'm saying. Go to that inner knowing, go within yourself, go to that quiet space and ask, what do you need? Okay. And once you're, you're clear that, maybe not for a long time at first, but we can clear our minds and trust the first answer you get. Remember, Mother Earth is here for us. Everything is meant to be in balance. So spend some time in nature, especially, okay? Grounding, what have you. But really trust it, trust it, because as always, we are on a journey. Mother Earth is on a journey, but we are progressing, and I feel in a positive way. So remember that, that when you feel something from a place of fear, from what you see or hear from others or other places, go within and ask yourself, what do you feel, what do you see? And go further with that. Do your research. I hope that helps.
1: And that has a lot to do. And you guys, so, as far as we're getting ready to go, but as far as um, as far as all the, the alien stuff and what you hear about aliens, you know what? It doesn't matter what anybody else says, it's what's resonating in your heart. Don't let this yes. whole world put in some fear-based thing about aliens and all that. One, it's out of your control. There's nothing you can do about them coming yeah. here or not. It so, is. <laughs> yeah, you just need to accept it, and in you know, don't fall into the trap of everything's terrible and we're gonna get murdered. Yeah. And, and uh, just do what you do. Um, if tell you what, if you just invite them in your head and say, "I'm totally cool with you being here," um, doing that out there will probably make you feel better. Turn off the TV when it's something about, you know, some kind of invasion. I simply don't see it. I could be wrong, but I simply don't see it. I've never saw it. So just so you guys know
0: i agree thank you serena she said thanks lauralee and david appreciate what was said and certainly true about a lot of the anxiety coming from just having to make the decision and the unknown that's true we always appreciate your feedback we love every one of you guys out there that support our show support the network that you're here every week or you watch on the replay if there's somebody you know that may enjoy this you think or they may like this if there's an idea you guys have you want us to talk about something we loved all the feedback right dave especially today that we got because it really progressed the show to talk about things that were of interest for you guys right
1: yep absolutely you guys don't ever be afraid to ask a question here there are literally no stupid questions that you can ask mm-hmm. dave and laurie yeah. there is no crazy questions you can ask me trust me there's i nothing- always say try me <laughs> There's nothing crazy you could ask me. And by the way, oh, real quickly, if you need to get a hold of me or would like the book of reading and know more about me, you can go to my website, theywhisper2me.com. If you have a question you want to write to me after my podcast that you listen to, you can go to david at theywhisper2me.com. I'm on Instagram, YouTube, The Spirit Experience on YouTube, and TikTok. And my handle would be at Medium David Hansel. And, and I'm a imposters, so I don't DM people.
0: That's right. And he goes live lots on TikTok. So check him out. If you ever want to get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me on Facebook forward slash the Angel Rock. Two groups on Facebook, Paranormal University for many of the UFO alien things we talked about. Then the Angel Rocker tribe is for more of the spirituality type things we talked about as well tonight. I hope you will join me next week on... The Angel Rock, sorry to think about that for a sec, on Monday night, uh, this Monday, continuing the ufology and what we were talking about tonight, I have the infamous, amazing, who is a friend of mine, Lorian Fenton coming on. She is involved with MUFON. She's been very involved with the ufology community, with the alien type community. I just talked to her, sent her an invite tonight. She wasn't able to pop by, but she said, are we still on for Monday? I said, you bet. I'm all ready for it. and I can't wait to have her on. I hope you'll join me there. Same time, same space. And I think that's everything, eh, Dave?
1: It is. And mm-hmm. we try this every week to say this at the same time, and we're going to try it again. You guys ready? Okay. One, two, three. What's at the foot, What's of, at your- the foot of your bed? <laughs> Let us know next. I think that was better.
0: We did it, Dave.
1: <laughs> I think we have a delay.
0: Yep. So, everybody, hope to see you here. Same time, same space next week. Okay. We love you okay. all. Take care. Um, We'll see you next week. Uh, Bye-bye. Doesn't want to shut off. The aliens are here. There we go.